All right, hello everybody. Welcome to our first episode of Offensive Holding Podcast. As this will be pretty much a lot about the NFL, as we'll be discussing week five and also week six. Uh, to start off this podcast, let's get into our NFL news. Well, thank you, Cody and. Uh... Shane, do we have a sponsor for the news? <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, this portion of the uh, the podcast, Roy, is brought to you by the Grantula Auto Repair Shop. Uh, do you find yourself driving your car for days and days knowing that your tire pressure light is on? Do you drive by gas stations advertising air in big, bold letters but still drive by? Do you believe it might fix itself for some reason? Just wait for folks at Grantula Auto to return to town to save the day and fill your tires. Also known to fill wiper fluid. (laughs) Sounds like a great service for uh, those of us with uh, college uh, females driving cars around. (laughs) Yeah, apparently um, you just feel like if you ignore it long enough, it'll just fix itself or something. That's the approach anyway. Well, we got some interesting news this week. Uh, pro, uh, pro, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, uh, Ter- Terrell Owens, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, former uh, Frisco and uh, Cowboys receiver, was hit by a car this last Monday night after an altercation that he was involved in uh, on the basketball court, of all things. Uh, this like, happened in L.A., uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't seriously injured or anything, but uh, the uh, the person that he had the altercation with uh, drove the car and hit him in the knees. So Jeez. that's what the report says. <laughs> uh, I I didn't hear that. That's crazy. I didn't know that. So they drove like they tried to bump into him. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Something happened on the basketball court, maybe a hard foul, who knows what, you know. (laughs) You never know in these uh, L.A. street basketball stuff, but uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Well, Uh, if uh, that car is uh, hit T.O. and it had a dent in it, then I already know what color it is. (laughs) It's obviously kind of a tan, brown, bronze color. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, we know the beige cars are uh, known uh, yeah. for, for their destructive behavior. Yes, they are. Uh, it looks like uh, Panthers coach uh, Frank Wright is handing over the play-calling responsibilities to the offensive coordinator now, uh, Thomas Brown. Um, it's I don't know why it took him five weeks to figure that out, but... Uh, it's, uh, yeah, they're figuring out things aren't working too good um, there in uh, Panther Town. Um, the other, uh, so there's a few, quite a few quarterbacks right now with kind of lingering injuries. Sounds like Daniel Jones is coming back from his neck injury or he had least that uh, he's going to be at practice. Uh, Deshaun Watson is questionable with the shoulder injury. Uh, Kyler Murray. We haven't heard that name in a while uh, for the Cardinals. Is returning to practice. Yeah, is he going to play uh, this week? He's playing the, the Seahawks. Uh, I think that uh, all I've seen was that is he was he was off the PUP list. So okay. the uh, he's returning to practice. I'm, I'm not sure when he's actually cleared to play, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Cardinals can turn the season around with uh, with him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has uh, got a knee sprain ahead of Thursday night's matchup against the Saints. Um, uh, the, the Bills, oh, that Bills running back that got the neck injury uh, in last Sunday night's game, uh, I guess he was released from the hospital. Uh, Justin uh, Fields is out or doubtful with a dislocated thumb. So, uh, yeah, we've got quite a few guys on the – at least, uh, you know, big fantasy point grabbers that are uh, on the IR are questionable. Dang. Uh, yeah, luckily none of those guys are on my fantasy team. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> well, really lucky this year. I've not caught the uh, injury bug. 
Not yet. Well, in the, with that segue into the fantasy team, do we want to talk about uh, top players uh, from last week uh, for fantasy? Yeah, absolutely. Code, let's start with you. Um, what, what were your top guys for the week? So my top guy for the week was actually the Cincinnati defense against Seattle. They actually did get a little bit more fantasy points than Buffalo's defense and Josh Allen. So let's see. Look, mine any up. uh code while we're while we're on the topic. Um, any I got a new part question for us. Any fantasy duds in your lineup? Duds? Duds, meaning guys that got zeros. Uh, that list just is gone. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Shane? Uh, that's funny. Uh, I'll start with my dud. Uh, I don't know why he's still on my roster, but I, I drafted this guy. I thought he came over from Kansas City to New England, and I thought he was going to be good. That Juju Smith-Schuster scored another zero last week. Uh, luckily, I finally got him on my bench, but that guy is just flat-out awful. Um, I, uh, I, I had him in the starting lineup until last week. And, but um, riding the wave with the uh, the Dolphins guys, uh, the the running back, the big running back, that a, a chain or whatever, that guy, he's out. So then the guy that I have, Mostert, got back all the carries um, and ended up 20 points more than he was projected. So that was about the, the difference. I won by 20, 24, 25 points, whatever. And so he was definitely the difference in that game uh, against my abs. So sent that kid packing. Nice. So, and before I go into mine, I, I guess uh, we have to. Uh, and unfortunately, Kurt isn't able to join the show today. But uh, we're going to have to uh, acknowledge the end of his reign at number one. Is it interesting? Do you find it interesting that the first week that he loses, he uh, miraculously can't make the podcast? The timing is impeccable. Right? Code, <laughs> if if he was still winning, he'd be here. Yeah. He'd sure have a lot to say. Yeah, he, he would. <laughs> uh, and the guy that took over uh, the number one spot in the fantasy league, you know, this highly esteemed group, I uh, invited to the show. He um, uh, politely declined... He has some other obligations. Uh, Ramerica, we're talking about here. Oh. Um, he's busy, um, uh, you know, dealing with the uh, dealing with his uh, OnlyFans uh, for Rams, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, group. There, um, their motto is "Any city, uh, any anywhere." <laughs> yeah, how come I feel like his OnlyFans? Or whatever are all dudes. He feels like a guy that has a lot of those pages open right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we couldn't get him on the show tonight uh, to say a few words. Uh, so we're going to take some shots at him um, uh, for the rest of the season. But uh, my uh, my top player was uh, Kyron Williams uh, from the Rams. Uh, oh. Ironically, <laughs> he had a. Uh, I think I got him from uh, Ryan in a uh, blockbuster trade um, and where he wanted Debo Samuel and somebody else. And, uh, man, the guy's hitting pay dirt for me. Huh. Yeah, you're uh, on a nice duds, streak. Well, the Duds, though, unfortunately, is pretty much my entire receiving core since I let go of Debo Samuel. <laughs> 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 so take your pick. Uh, there. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's the fantasy. Uh, that's, that's the fantasy news. So uh, Kurt down, uh, down with the captain. Now he's uh, went from first to third. Shane, you moved up and you jumped right ahead of him. Yeah. We're, we're 
trucking along every single week, it's the same thing. Like when I played Cody a couple weeks ago, I really thought I was going to lose. And then towards the end of the Sunday, uh, we start scoring some points. And next thing you know, we, we take the lead and hold on to it. So it's been yeah. the formula for us the last couple of times. It's really interesting in, uh, in the old uh, called Fairbanks uh, family network there. Fantasy football has become quite the uh, conversation piece, right, for everybody. And uh, it's not lost on anyone that uh, EST and MT – has scored a well over a hundred less points than uh, Chudy's lovely lady lumps. Yet uh, <laughs> one is in fourth place and one is dead last. The one that scores all the points is in dead last. But EST and MT had, I mean, uh, the crown has got to go there because she took down the the king right yeah she went into that monday night game needing a huge game from dak prescott and i think cd lamb and uh, yep. nobody really thought that was going to happen bright lights dak usually fades and uh she got it taken care of he had a great game and i think it won by two um yeah yeah i think uh kurt is win. kurt right now is drowning in sorrows and uh on a bar crawl somewhere in amherst <laughs> Looking, looking for, looking for other uh, fantasy players, <laughs> future, future draft picks. Yeah, that uh, I, I, I do like the banter, and I seen, uh, I seen a couple of text messages uh, go out on Monday night. Who would have thought that Dak Prescott had such big numbers in a twenty to seventeen game? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but he got basically everything out of that, yeah. that game. Owned it. It all ran through him. Uh, one question has come up uh, on the, on sticking on the fantasy side. Um, there's been a request to uh, press one of the people on this podcast. I have not seen videos of uh, any beers getting shotgunned, and uh, we, we, we may be uh, piling a few up. So there's been a request made to, to you know, see if we can get some videos made. Uh, yeah, was did anybody on this podcast fall short of the uh, the, the the high water mark uh, in the uh, in the weekly point total? Cody, I think you might be guilty, my man. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> this shall be arranged. <laughs> it's really convenient that you're in town, Roy. So that might you might be able to help out. Cody, you got to pay the piper. <laughs> oh, you know what? Thursday night, uh, Cody is uh, tonight's Cody's Friday. In fact, oh, oh, nice. What better uh, what better way to celebrate uh, Thursday than? Uh, uh, chugging a beer for your your cousins after uh, losing uh, so badly in fantasy football. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get Kayla to tee this up and make sure that she can record this. When's Michaela not working? <laughs> uh, yes, you're in trouble, Code. Okay. Um, well, what do we got uh, do? about uh, what do we got for uh the picks last week do we want to do a sponsor segment before this oh sure can we got a sponsor for this segment um right the this segment is brought to you by <clears throat> sandals jamaica are you recently married tired of the gloomy northwest weather jamaican me crazy get away on your honeymoon to sandals jamaica where the white sand beaches and blue water make you forget your troubles. But don't worry, Grandma and Grandpa will call you at 3 in the morning to stress you out with a trip to the ER with your child. <laughs> Sandals, Jamaica. Sunscreen not included. Oh, no. There's, we went to the, uh, the ER with uh, Arge. Uh, last night roy it was a long long sleepless night now nothing was i say the er that means it's something really bad it was you know he had a, a little wheezy little little cough little yeah you know, we want to make sure it was okay 
but you end up going to Mary Bridge Children's Hospital oh, and Tacoma, and it's a whole thing. And I never, it always happens when you're going to bed, right? So then you can't, <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, that you know, a trip to the ER is not just an in and out, you know, it's a three, four hour minimum getting home at 4.30 in the damn morning. So, uh, and you got to be in Portland the next yeah, day. Yeah, and you got to be in Portland the next day. So, we, uh, we end up doing the thing and uh, FaceTime and Amber and she's stressing out, as you, you can imagine. She's in another country and her kids go to the ER, right? Right. Um, and so we've, we actually had the doctor in the room with us and FaceTimed Amber and had the doctor tell Amber that it was going to be okay. <laughs> just because I don't know if she would have believed, believed what we were saying, right? She just she was on her way home. She was going to cut her trip short and be done. She's coming home. Uh, yeah. rent a Land Rover and go. She's going to start swimming. Just jump in the water, start swimming home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but oh, uh, it's all good. It's all good. And, and uh, she's coming, or Amber's, Amber and Ryan are coming home tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, three in the morning, well, three in the morning their time, about midnight-ish or so. I think they're three hours ahead. Oh. Well, I'm glad he's all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the men. Uh, Cody, uh, what do we got for picks last week? How do we fare out? Oh, somewhat okay, I guess. I mean, so I know me, you, and Shane all ended up with a two, Ooh. and then Kurt ended up with a three. Oh, good thing oh. he's not here. Yeah, he, he can't acknowledge it. Actually, I'm thinking maybe we'll have Melanie submit his picks for this week. Yeah. Uh, what, or maybe not. <laughs> uh, hey, let me igno- uh, toot my own horn for just a second here. The, uh, the two picks that I got right were the two when I said that the two undefeated teams are going to lose in the NFL – Damn, how we damned the, both the NFL teams that were undefeated or where they lost. There's no undefeated teams in the NFL yeah. anymore. That's a good call. Got well, those right. Hey, speaking of which, did uh, did uh, you notice, Shane, that um, on Monday night um, there was six teams tied in the CBS uh, sports pool uh, with the spread? And uh, one of them was a name you probably recognize from the show. <laughs> you know, I I, Again. I did see that, and I I would really like to congratulate Melanie for coming back online and starting to pick your picks for you all over again. Yes, the golden touch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang it! Amazing. All right. Well. Uh, uh, Cody, do we do we want to do picks uh, for this week? Yeah, we can. Who wants to start off? All right, Roy, you go ahead. I'm I'm pulling it up now. I got it written. Okay, down. I'm gonna take the Saints over Jacksonville. I'm gonna take Atlanta over Tampa. I'm gonna take Cleveland over the Colts. And. Uh, one uh, Cody's uh, one of uh, Cody's listeners, uh, uh, our uh, his uh, social worker Josh out there. He's he's gonna love this one. I'm taking Pittsburgh over the Chargers. Hmm. Josh is a big Pittsburgh fan. Outstanding. Uh, okay, Cody, you go ahead. All right. So for me. I pretty much did New Orleans over Jacksonville. I did Las Vegas. I can't remember who they were playing though. Atlanta and Seattle. All right, I love the Seattle pick code. That's perfect to lead into mine as well because I also am going to take the Seahawks uh, to beat the Cardinals. Um, I will also, though, I'll, I'm going to go out on a limb on a few of these here. I think the Broncos are going to beat the Packers. Uh, I believe that the Chargers will beat the Chiefs. And I think the Eagles lose two in a row. I'm going to take the Dolphins over the Eagles. The Rams? Okay. All right, I got some picks for oh, Kurt. These, 
These are coming from Melanie in the other room. Oh, all right. Love it. I've got Detroit, the Rams, the Broncos, Saints. All right. Love That's it. Kurt's picks. Love it. So if Kurt gets a four this week, uh, <laughs> put a he big, can submit picks. Put a big asterisk by it. There you go. So, uh, okay, we got the news. We got our picks in. Um, <laughs> Shane, uh, What's uh, DK's status this week? Is he uh, is he uh, back on the? Is he off the questionable list? Did he find his binky? <laughs> you know, I think that's the reason he's been so angry lately. He's been pushing over the cornerbacks for no reason. They're making fun of the color of his bink. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know who uh, who wears the binky better, RJ or, uh, or DK. <laughs> <laughs> who who makes an angrier face when you take away their binky, RJ or yeah? Or, uh, it feels like DK. it's DK because he that guy can't control his emotions. At least yeah. RJ, you put a toy yeah. in front of him and he gets distracted, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, these lions are uh, are a threat, man. They're talking about the lions, uh, you know, in the uh, tops of the power rankings. Crazy. Okay. Um, I, and they're still the Detroit Lions. Eventually, I thought they'd look in the mirror and realize that they're still, you know, the Lions. But this must be a different team. They're breaking through some ceilings. I kind of feel like that with the Browns, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Browns, they always return to Earth <laughs> right. somewhere midseason. Uh, did you see, Shane, uh, I know you're tuned into the Seattle uh, local radio up there. Mm -hmm. Is there, have you heard a lot of talk about uh, the call for uh, Shane Waldron to step down for the Seahawks uh, yeah, play calling? Not a lot of fans there. They thought he should have run the ball a heck of a lot more. And, you know, because Geno Smith turned into Geno when he was at the Jets uh, last week. So there's been a lot of folks that are wondering why you draft all these good running backs and then, you know, don't call their number when it comes in the red zone too much, you know, where, uh, yeah, there's, it was a bad game for sure. Those guys, uh, aren't getting, not building their resume off of that play call, but, uh, you know, hopefully it's not a, um, a bunch of those in a row and we can correct it. But you know the the Cardinals are coming into town. You think you're going to get right with the Cardinals, but it's it's those in division games for us are never easy. They brutal. It's never easy. It, it 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 seems like when we think we're going to get back on track by playing the Cardinals, I, the, the the Rams show or the 49ers show up instead and yeah. and just destroy <laughs> us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just for whatever reason, doesn't matter who's coaching, doesn't matter who's playing. Uh, we play against the Cardinals, and it's a super close game, and it shouldn't be. And even the point spread shows big, uh, yeah, big spread. And um, I mean, those that don't know the Seahawks like we do, they just haven't gone through that roller coaster. I, I don't think that we're going to win by seven and a half or eight and a half or whatever the number. It's a yeah, big number. Not. Always feels like a close game. So in the uh, CPS uh, sports pool, are you saying you're taking the uh, cards? Um, I mean, <laughs> you'll never know until it's uh, posted, I suppose. But uh, thankfully for me, Roy, you you're like uh, you might be top ten, top fifteen or so. Um, I gotta scroll down to where there's three digits before I find my name, so I can I can roll the dice on my picks. Oh, yeah, it's we've been enjoying a few good weeks. We'll see if we can kind of keep that momentum going, you know. Uh, that's uh, it's the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Is is Melanie in the background with one of those visors and like a cigarette hanging out of her mouth? Like, you know, like a bookie? Because uh, she knows all the ins and outs. What do they call them, the wise guys? Yeah, the wise guys. <laughs> She's got it figured out. 
what I get. <laughs> it feels like those decisions are made in a smoke-filled room with a bunch, like a typewriter in the background, and you know, I don't know. Dimly lit. Yeah. <laughs> from the new apartment code tell us about it what's uh wh where's it at tell how many bedrooms tell, tell the world about that place so it's a two bedroom and then two bathrooms i believe and then it's kind of right behind cornell where costco is almost but right behind in that area Okay, well, that's not too far away from where you were, right? That's pretty close. Yeah. Got a Costco within striking distance and uh, across the street from the Intel campus. Okay, so a little uh, love there for Kayla, right? Being close to the Intel yeah. campus. And then uh, a little love for the uh, Costco food area uh, with the $1.50 hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you have to grab your sister's membership card and uh, sneak in there and get some lunch. Yeah. It's tough, <laughs> tough to beat that uh, $1.50 hot dog and a soda. Um, when I was delivering water, I'd always run a route, and if I was by a Costco at around lunchtime, that was lunch. Absolutely. Or maybe a, a super cheap slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thankfully those prices have never changed um so yeah code you you uh sorry you all moved in you got your stuff in your, your bedroom set up your living room set up yeah pretty much got your podcast yeah, mic and the whole thing somewhat <laughs> yeah almost <laughs> the room is a little smaller than what he was used to <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah. a downsize. <laughs> ten by ten walls in there. A uh, little tight. What about uh, they? They got one of those fancy uh, water machines. Uh, Shane, you can appreciate this. Uh, it's got a uh, K cup. Uh, oh. Feature on the top of it. With uh, for coffees. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Incorporated yeah. right in there. Nice. That's uh, that's the way to go, and then hopefully that'll save you five or eight dollars a whack on going to coffee somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. If you're anything like our house, though, you'll have one of those machines, and then you still go out and get the damn eight dollar coffees. <laughs> and you got the machine, you got the the creamer, you got the whole setup at the house, and you drive out and spend too much money on a coffee. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cody, did we have any other uh, segments you want to talk about? Uh, we could do a round the horn, I guess, really quick, if you are. Round the horn. Well, if we, yeah. before we do that, we might want to stop and. Yeah. All right, as welcome back to Offensive Holding Podcast, as we are going to be doing our around the horn segment. Question for you, Code. Before we, uh, yeah, before we start any sort of other topics, uh, when mm -hmm. we go to the, we have a change of the the podcast name, right? New logo. Shout out to yeah. Amber on the logo. I thought it was pretty cool. It's a oh. bunch of dudes uh, on the O line, right? And then uh, yes. what, mm -hmm. we're hiking a microphone. Uh, pretty creative. Love it. Um, is it? Are people going to be able to find past um, uh, episodes? If like when we change the name, does it change the name all the way back, or does it start fresh right now? No, it just changes the name all the way back. Oh, it does. Okay, good. So we won't lose on any, yeah. uh, uh, or have to search a different episode or a podcast, for example, no. to go with up all those. Terrific. No, that's great news. Yeah. Nice. Is it is anyone else uh, follow me on this? Is, train of thought here when we looked at the new logo offensive holding um the first thing i thought was like it, it, 
not offensive holding in the traditional sense, you know, like, like it's, <laughs> but it was offensive, <laughs> offensive holding that people may or may not want to happen. That's how I initially took it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, there's a little, uh, a little subtle thing in there and, uh, I definitely huge uh, kudos uh, to Amber. I meant to uh, start that in the beginning there uh, of the show. Uh, thanks for the creating that logo, doing a great job with that, and uh, and getting you know stirring up the thought process and the naming. Yeah, uh, ideas. Absolutely, and it just it's it's uh, funny how you put the syllable, the emphasis on the different syllables of the of the word and it means two different things <laughs> right so offensive holding or offensive yeah <laughs> i got the uh so before we go around the horn here I, so when we do the around the horn are we going to do like uh, uh maybe trivia questions or uh i got a i got a couple uh, of just uh, general topics to get some thoughts on. okay yeah well, before we do the around the horn, uh, I got a sponsor. All right, here we go. Listen up, all you vagabonds, college kids, Gen Zers, Zoomers, post millennials alike. Have you have you found yourself in the middle of the desert, specifically the Phoenix Greater Metro area? Would you like to hear about a little known hostel? where you and your friends can rest your weary eyes and take a communal bath in a swimming pool. <laughs> Get yourself on a bus 21 miles from downtown and 62 minutes in traffic to the quaint far reaching suburb aptly named after the discarded pile of rubber. It was built on Goodyear. <laughs> Goodyear where you can, where you can find vacancies left by boomers whom trust only in the technology of a ring camera to protect their secret getaway from the Northwest gray skies. Enjoy the free Wi-Fi using the password. Don't wake Ashley and stick around for some artisan pastry creations uh, from uh, Grant, future sponsor of the show. They only ask if you have a few hours to kill Please water the plants. <laughs> so very true, very thorough, and very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can find that desert oasis, you can probably rob it blind. Uh, no one's going to be there to <laughs> save you uh, or stop you from taking anything. Yeah, jump in the pool as you as you leave. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Very good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> huh. um, all right. So I, I got um, one of the podcast listeners uh, had a prediction and I was curious the group's thoughts on, on this prediction, but also if you had your own prediction, right? So this year it was announced that Usher is going to be the uh, halftime Super Bowl performer, right? Usher's the guy this year. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the podcasters, uh, Chudy's lady, lovely lady lumps oh, believes God. that this, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Kelsey, you know, uh, flirting that's been going on, um, is really just predetermined, predesigned for her to jump in and be the halftime show next year. So oh. they're, they're just, she's thinking that she's greasing the runway there for Taylor Swift to be Super Bowl. Uh, performer, not this year, but the following year. Uh, so I was curious if you either think that's true or maybe a prediction of who you think should be um, doing the Super Bowl next year after Usher. Cody? Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to say, I guess, with Taylor Swift. I mean, maybe that is her plan. I don't know. But maybe after Usher, I mean, it's hard to say they will choose, you know, I mean, you never know. I think Rudy Anderson will lean towards two, but maybe oh. one year they'll get country. I don't know. Well, 
Shane, that's an interesting, and that's a, kind of a deep, uh, you know, thinking, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they see if the NFL is doing this right intentionally, it's genius, right? You, you, you plant her in a few games, you turn the cameras to her, you see how the fans react, you sell a bunch of jerseys and you go, okay, the NFL fan base wants Taylor Swift at halftime, right? Is that the measuring stick? I like it. Yeah. It, if it works, genius. Um, gosh, what does that mean for us uh, non-Swifties? Oh, well, speak for yourself, Roy. Uh, I've made the drive too many times from Seattle to Portland and back. And uh, one, I have to admit, a couple trips ago, I just put on the old uh, T-Swift Essentials on Shuffle. And uh, you know what? That kid's got a bright future. I'm in. I might I might have committed to uh, going to see the Taylor Swift concert i'm not i'm not putting up the money to see the not the concert excuse me i'm not putting up the money for the concert maybe the movie that there's like a movie coming out that's that's what i could do not the concert very creative (laughs) thinking though chudis uh that uh i like the uh thoughts yeah yeah because uh you know with all the with our big tour etc it could be one of the biggest draws of a halftime show and it brings in all the gals that could care less about football but are obviously Taylor Swift fans it's it kind of would make a lot of sense to you know blend the the markets yeah I don't know I'm with you code though I'd like to see uh, some country folks get in there and, and do it there's plenty of big big stars at this point I mean you could do Luke Combs and most folks would get behind it and he's not too controversial right and um, I think yeah. you get away with a few different artists that have the, the catalog of music I, and the big the big ones, you know, that could get away with it. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, Chris Stapleton is a guy that bridges the gap, might not have the arsenal yeah. that some of these other guys do, but definitely bridges some of the gaps there in the fan base mm-hmm. uh, from the listening standpoint. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's doing the Monday night thing. But, uh, yeah, that, I like it. It's a good thought. Yeah, I thought it had a little, some layers to it, right? Yeah. Get some legs. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other thing I had was um, the Seahawks are having a good year. And you look at um, what the future is, you know, the next, call it two or three years. My, my personal feeling is that this uh, – this year we're going to draft a quarterback, maybe not first, but we're, you know, a, a player that can be groomed. I thought they were going to do it last year, uh, but a player to be groomed and then take over for Geno. But it led me to think, okay, who do you think might be though the the next coach? And if you don't know, maybe who is going to be? How much longer do you think Pete Carroll is going to be coaching this year, next year, two or three? I mean, you know, he's still vibrant and young youthful and whatever but he's, he is in the 70s i think so you got to factor that in at some point um so yeah what do you how long do you think uh, pete carroll's going to be coaching code um, code we'll start with you uh for me it's probably going to be two to five years maybe I, for coaching wise I, I think pete carroll stays in the game until he can get another ring. Yeah. Or, you know. Or it starts to slide off and, and he, re- yeah. he recognizes that team's not trending the right way. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my gut. It, you know, this year, I mean, you could get close again. Uh, you know, last year we made the playoffs, didn't expect to. This year you could get a couple games deep. You know, hopefully we make the, you know, the playoffs and you know, go all the way. I like every year we hope, but I mean, I think if you got close again this year, you could bring him back another year and make one final run at it, uh, with the right squad. But there's a turning point, right? Every, every few years you have that cycle. Yeah. You, you reevaluate the team every year. And if you're trending like we are now, I think we're trending the right way. But if you would have missed on a couple of them draft picks and not trended the right way, then you start to, to 
go downhill, then you have to reevaluate it. I don't think he's in for another five-year reboot, but they started to reboot right away. They got pretty lucky, drafted really, really well. So I think they're in an upward trend. Um, and then the last one came from uh, one of our audience members there. Uh, the Brown and Long Wiener uh, had uh, uh, joined us, obviously, with uh, the AEW event that happened most recently Mm -hmm. he had a great time uh but he had a very interesting question that came up his question is at if you take the people okay that are at an aew event what percentage of the audience also has tickets to the monster truck show and or a gambler car in the driveway <laughs> I thought I thought he recognized the the crowd and did a brilliant you know, analysis because <laughs> I think it's a pretty high percentage. Cody, any thoughts there? Uh, it may be a high percentage, maybe like eighty or eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That AEW crowd, I mean, and and probably most of their gamblers are commuters. (laughs) (laughs) True. We didn't park in the parking garage. Maybe if we did, we would have seen a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be a high number. (laughs) So, you know, just having this discussion, I was thinking about Russell Wilson. There's been a lot of uh, conversations made about Russell and, and where where could he fit better? Where, where could he land? You know, where would he, is he done? Um, and I guess, I, you know, we've had this conversation before, I think even last year on the podcast uh, mm-hmm. about Russ, um, I, it, it felt like he was making strides, but man, the team is just not, I, I don't think it's all on Russ anymore. No, it, the team is terrible, and then Russ isn't good enough to clean it all up anymore. So then he gets a blame as well. I don't know. He, but how many games did he have with us? Right when you, you look at the stats of some of those things, and he has like less than a hundred yards at halftime, right? When he's playing with us, or it's just a terrible game. But at the very end, like okay, so take for example, um, the last game the Seahawks played, right? Where Geno drives down and he blows it a couple of times. Those are games yeah. that Russ won 90% of the time, right? He drives yeah. down, he'll get the field goal kicked to go to overtime, or he'll pull out a touchdown at the end. I mean, that's what Russ did for us for years, right? It was a perfect Russell Wilson ending of the game, and it was Geno Smith instead of Russ at his prime. So you get yeah. that result. But that was to me, that was 100% what Russ used to do, you know, fourth and goal at the twelve with 40 seconds to go and he would hit a touchdown pass. He just would do that every time. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow he just air it out and find uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, find Lockett in the corner and touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, what do you think? Uh, Where, if Russell Wilson wasn't a Bronco, where could, where could he, where could he succeed? You know, honestly, I think, they need to find a team, I think, that probably has good receivers a little bit better than Denver, maybe. I mean, it's kind of hard to say what team would fit them best. I mean, yes, honestly, a lot of teams are struggling, but he might fit a little bit better maybe in Carolina. Okay. Maybe so. A lot of pressure on him, though. He wanted all that heat, and he's getting it now. It just backfired. Yeah. yeah. It just didn't, yeah, it wasn't able to back it up. And uh, sometimes you just need the supporting cast. So just kind of a crazy thing, you know, reading some of the, some of the excerpts from the fans and from the coaches around the league and, you know, different thoughts on the, on the situation there. So hmm. pretty much all saying the same thing. So, yeah. You know, one thing we haven't heard, I have not heard a lot of uh, this year, is how uh, how the sophomore year is going over in uh, uh, the Electric City. <laughs> the, uh, oh, yeah, Steamtown. Steamtown, is that it? Okay. 
Yeah. I watched an episode of The Office recently that said that it was the Scranton was the electric electric city because of all the electricity. <laughs> yeah, well, something and they like had that. steam. They had steam powered generators there. There you so go. That's why it was Steam Town. <laughs> huh. So they've got the Steam Town Museum there. Uh, yeah, the uh, what are they? The uh, they got the coal mines over there. Uh, so yeah, so far uh, sophomore year is uh, is going well academically. Uh, softball um, is hit and miss. Um, always with fall it seems like they stack the comp you know they get to play anybody they want in fall and it's really anybody who wants a you know a, a game or two and so a lot of these teams are uh d2 uh you know d d3 teams that you know from four-year colleges so they're pretty well established um and so they'll play them close and then as you get later in the game you can really start to see the separation or maybe in the second game, uh, the first game you'll get, wow, that was ten to ten to two, wow, great. And then the second game is three to four, or you know. So, um, fall's been uh, started out really good, um, and then it's kind of just kind of hit a little bit of a, a slump here in the last few games. Um, They've got some games coming up this weekend, and I think they're done for the fall. Uh, they're playing a they, they've got a local club team that they played last year that gave them a shellacking. So I think they, they're owing them a payback. Mm. And then uh, Morgan State is on the docket. So They doing um, uh, Myrtle Beach again? Yeah, Myrtle Beach will be uh, the, the, the kickoff of official season, right? Their spring mm -hmm. season. So that's when things start really counting. Uh, towards the grand greater scheme as uh, during uh, in Myrtle Beach. So um, yeah, hopefully uh, we can pick up a couple couple hits this weekend. And uh, but uh, yeah, the record is not uh, showing the effort for sure. <laughs> uh, well, it's early. Any uh, any oh. local kids from well, local just anything from the West Coast on the new so, team? Uh, so uh, there is a girl on the team from Middleton, Idaho, of all places, a catcher. Okay. Six foot one. Wow. Uh, Paige Piper. Uh, she's a catcher uh, from Middleton, Idaho. So right down the road. Where, yeah, where is Middleton? Middleton uh, is probably uh, about a mile or two I guess, as the crow flies, as Kurt would say, yes, from where right. we're at in Caldwell. Okay. Just an exit or two down the 84. Nice. Yeah, as the crow flies. <laughs> yeah. As they, as they measure things out in Long Branch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nautical miles is what they use, I think. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's been kind of a quiet start. Um, the, we'll, but you know, consistent, I guess, from uh, in, at least in practices and stuff. Uh, got some more pitching reps, so pitching's been good. Um, you know, there was a couple of ones that we'd probably like to have back, but the last couple of games where she's gotten some extra innings in, she's been able to throw and get. Uh, get out and uh, even pick up a couple of K's. There you go. So ball's got a little more velocity on it, so that's good. Good. So some of those things are working. Good. Good. Uh, Cody, when is the next uh, when's the next wrestling thing? Do you have anything on the uh, on the horizon? Uh, that, I think it's not until November, I believe it is. Because I think that's when AEW goes to Portland. I can't remember the date. But I think that's the only one we that they have coming up. Yeah. And when are we? Uh, when are we starting to schedule or, or do some things around uh, Cody's dirty thirty birthday? Dang, that's true. 
that's going to come up uh, sooner than yes. we think. Uh, yeah. So it will be in Myrtle Beach during that time, I think, though. During your birthday? No, we're going to be back because the Myrtle Beach is beginning to march. First week. Oh, that's right. So we'll be back. So, yeah, that uh, yeah, that's something we're going to have to figure out because uh, see what uh, see what wrestling ring we're going to have to toss them into. Oh, Shell found something online, some TikTok video or something. I, I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was a it was a full inflatable wrestling ring, big enough for adults, oh. right? And they had a party, and all of the people dressed up as different wrestlers, and they were bouncing around in this ring. It looked incredible. <laughs> But everybody dressed up in like whatever their favorite outfit is and whatever, and like totally owned it, and then jumped in there and did the thing. I don't think you can go off the top rope. I don't think it's that robust. But <laughs> people were bouncing off the ropes and stuff, though. It's really pretty cool looking. I, uh, yeah, I got my uh, my Macho Man uh, costume is still uh, it, it packed away and ready to go. Well, I saw that uh, that was one of the first thing that Melanie packed from the house and brought over to Idaho. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> was it the yeah? It was it the hair or the <laughs> that's funny. Oh, Kayla's home. The uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. We're, we're going to have to start talking about that. Actually, maybe uh, when Kurt's back next week, we can ping him for some dirty 30 ideas because yes. we know he's lived his dirty 30s most of his uh, life. He's lived dirty his whole life. That's for sure. I don't know what the rest. <laughs> that's funny. So, hmm. All right. Well, Cody, you want to wrap us up? Yeah, that's true. All right, as we want to thank everybody for listening to Office of Falling Pockets, as we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, as we will catch you next time.